0: All right, here we go, Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. In the previous episode, which I hope you listened to, uh, it was my 100th episode, and I broke down in that episode six things that I just wish that I had known a lot earlier, and I don't necessarily mean that in like this business and marketing sense, right? But like I looked at, when I was thinking about what to do for my 100th episode, I listened to that first episode, and even in just looking at the old cover, right, I feel like I have shifted and changed so much over the past few years and just like for all of us right? Our ideal client so often is the person that we previously were, right? And something just really got sparked inside of me in terms of things that I wanted that girl to know, right? And for her to understand and for her to see clearly the way that I do now. And so obviously I can't go back, you know, in time and tell her those things, but I can share them with you and hopefully make an effort to make an impact on you a little bit earlier, right? And so I went through, I think it was six in the first episode, and uh, I have a few more points that I wanted to add on to this. And I could probably, you know, make 50 episodes about this, but I wanted to narrow it down to a few more really important points that I wanted to make to you. Um, The other thing is that I, you know, I spent the past couple days in Nashville. Uh, I was there for an event that I'll share more about at at some point with you. And it was just more focused on my personal brand overall, what I stand for. And uh, not that I haven't known those things, but I don't know, it's just this whole process of really kind of – making it more, I guess, mainstream friendly, if you will, next level friendly. Um, And I'm really, really, really excited about so much of the work that I did over the past few days. And so it's funny as I'm like gearing up to, you know, record this episode, so much came out of me and so much has been made clear to me over the past few days. And it's like this thing where like I'm ready to share some of it with you and I'm not ready to share all of it. And so I'm going to do my best to rein myself in and not get, you know, too over really excited and kind of like go off the deep end here. But the one thing that I want to say to you, and I I questioned when I was gearing up to record this, I questioned whether or not I was going to share it with you. And I don't know, it's just coming through for me that I do want to share it with you. But one of the things that we worked on when it came to, again, this this event that I went to and, and what this company stands for overall is they want you, they push you to basically describe the problem that you solve, right? The problem that you solve, describe it in one word. Now, I've been working on this for a while and I've gone through, you know, different phases of like, that's the one and no, maybe it's this. And I kind of like, I've gone back and forth. I think on an episode, even in the podcast, I had said unfulfillment, which feels certainly true. Like that is a really big thing for me. I want to solve that problem. I want to help my ideal clients, right? Get through this phase of their life and their business where they're not feeling fulfilled. But That still didn't feel like that. Fuck yes, like full body fuck yes for me. And I am not kidding. When I tell you you that I feel like I have looked up every word in the English dictionary when it comes to just trying to get this right because it felt so important to me that not not that it felt so important to me that I was like let me get it right because I'm not gonna be successful if I don't get it that wasn't it it was more like I just wasn't finding that word that felt again fully aligned like I was like you know without a shadow of a doubt this is it and I found it I figured it out yesterday right and so again this was four days of me like trying and forcing myself to figure this out. Not forcing, but I wanted to figure out, figure it out. I genuinely wanted to like put my finger on it. And the term, the word that feels the most aligned to me and the word that feels, again, the most like a fuck yes is the problem that I'm aiming to help all of you solve, not only in your business, but also in your life. The word is self-abandonment. That is it, right? I... I'm just going to share this quickly, but I had a call on Wednesday. It was my 500K sales system call. It was our first call we uh, of the group program. And, you know, I was talking to somebody and she was sharing uh, what she does, like how she helps people. And, you know, she was trying to figure out her new freebie and her offer and all these kinds of things. And, you know, as I'm asking her to share with me what she does, you know, she gives me how like so many women that I work with do they have this tendency to like rattle it off in this very – not robotic way but this very watered down kind of generic version of what they want to say and for the record that's not like an insult at all because all of us do this I do this right like just like I was saying that like I couldn't find the word at first like I was trying to get it right and I was not allowing it to kind of like come from my soul it was a situation where I was again trying to get it right and forcing it and in some way we tend to lose our sparkle we tend to lose a little bit of our shine when we do that and so she's sharing me you know what she does and then we you know we continue the conversation I was like okay like I want you to pretend I don't know what I said exactly but I'm like let's pretend we're at a bar let's pretend we're having cocktails right like I want you to just like wipe the slate clean here and I want you to just explain to me just like I'm Sarah the person right like I'm not like a coach trying to you know tell you if you got an A or an F just freaking tell me what you do and like what you're fired up to help people with and you know naturally it just starts pouring out of her and you can physically see the difference right you can energetically so clearly see the difference and it was just it was a cool thing I mean this has happened a million times but it was such a cool thing to like be able to point it out so clearly on my group call where I'm like does everybody did everybody just see that like did everybody just see how different that was right we focus we try to get it right But when we're actually our authentic selves, we actually say things the way that we want to say them, that's when it's the most powerful. That's when it's the most magnetic. That's when it actually makes the most impact. And so I'm sharing that with you because I have been doing that for years with clients, right? It is what I have done in almost all of my programs, pulling out of my clients what they really want to say and do in the first place right and it is spilled over in my life especially when it comes to you know dating not only my own like dating journey but also my friends right when they're sitting there telling me about how like they really want this and then all of a sudden you know two days later they're telling me about this person that's not treating them well but they're kind of accepting it or dealing with it or not speaking their truth because they think they have to right they think they're not supposed to walk away from something that's right in front of them so on and so forth and again I was struggling to figure out the term right when it came to what I get so fired up about with all of this. And it is, again, it's self-abandonment. It is that feeling, that vibe for all of us that we have to say and do the right thing. We have to wear the right thing. We're not going to wear the thing to the conference because we think it might be too much. And we're like, no, but like, this is what I want to wear. That ownership around our truth and our experience and how we actually want things to be and how we actually want things to feel. So many of us are walking around living a life or accepting things things that are such a watered down version of what it is that we actually want. And every single time we say yes to something that is, again, that watered down version, or every single time we speak half of our truth online, we are abandoning ourselves. And so that is that thing that I feel more passionate and more excited about when it comes to like, what I feel like I was put on this earth to do. Truly, that is it. And so I'm sharing that with you. I have plenty more to share about that, but I'm sharing that with you today because I feel like the points that I'm sharing with you here, like the the rest of what I want to share with you, they're all, I I want you to look at it through that lens. I want you to recognize the things that I'm saying and in the sense of, have I perhaps abandoned myself? right? In, in the things that I am sharing, can you see in yourself the way in which you haven't maybe been completely honest with yourself around how you want to do things or how you want to say things or how you want to operate in this world? And I just want for you, no matter what, for you to just kind of pay attention to that and see the evidence of that in your life and in your business. And again, pay attention a little bit more so about how you can get more anchored in your truth and what you really want to do and what you really want to say. Because I feel like, You know, I can sit here and talk to you about why I've been successful and why I've made the money that I have over the years. And sure, there's, you know, marketing and systems and things like that to share with you. And those are all valid things. But I have to tell you, especially if I'm looking at, you know, 2017 and beyond, authenticity has been the name of my game since the beginning. And that has certainly not meant that it's always been perfect, right? there, There have been plenty and plenty, plenty of flaws along the way but I've always done my best to be honest with you. And I feel like that is such a big part of what my people align with, right? Like why the people who pay me do and why they grasp onto my message and why they want to work with me, so on and so forth. And this this is going to, I'm going to bump this one point up that I was going to say, because it just kind of lends itself to it. But The first point that I would, again, want to share with that former Sarah and the thing that I want to share with you today and something that has been just like a big, I don't know, a shift for me over the past few weeks is that it is okay to get paid for who you are versus what you do. Okay. Because here's the way that I want you to understand this. And I've said this before. I have for years now preached and shared with you that, you know, the people are selfish thing, right? I have found it easier and I have found it effective when it comes to selling things, right? It has always felt easier to me to put, uh, if I'm going to sell like a four week, I don't know, one-on-one coaching thing, right? Rather than just saying it's four weeks, one-on-one coaching with Sarah Dan, it has always felt easier to put an end game result on it because that is where somebody can see clearly where they're going to be at the end of that offer, right? And this is the part that I have said before that like I can admit that I have always done that, but sometimes it probably came from a less healthy place, right? So again, what I mean by that is I, especially in the beginning of my business, I have had a business since 2012, but I feel like in so many of the contexts that we're talking about, I almost feel like the beginning of my business started in 2017, right? Because that's when like so many things changed for me. But if we're talking about from the beginning of 2017, it was a situation where again, like I was so working on my confidence. I was so working on this concept of, again, not self-abandoning that I didn't yet have that sense of worthiness to feel like, okay, here's who I am and this is why you should pay me. It was easier to kind of be able to speak to what I could do for somebody, right? Which I think there's still a lot of validity to for the record, but it was easier for me to focus on what I could do for somebody, right? Rather than allowing my full self to come out. That's how I've always looked at it. But the thing is, is that where my money has come from, the people who have paid me the most are the people who actually have seen who I am right? Especially if we are talking about back with like the Unstoppable uh, Women Entrepreneurs Facebook group. When I was showing up there live all the time, I, was, I, I would show up and do a rant. I would show up and say whatever I felt like saying. I really allowed my people to see who I was and it's almost this situation where I underestimated that part of things. Like it was still, no matter how much money came in, it was still easy to feel like, oh, I'm getting paid for what I do and not giving myself enough credit for the fact that people pay me because of who who I am. And so I say all of that because I feel like, like I said, something has shifted in me over the past couple of weeks where I feel so much, and you know, this has been a process for two years now, I would say, but like, I feel like it's been that final shedding, if you will, that I'm really so much more comfortable putting all of myself out there in a big way. And whether that is me talking about I don't know, dating or my opinions or ranting or whatever, like whatever is true to Sarah Dan, I understand more clearly now that is going to be the thing that actually gets paid. That's the thing that actually is going to work for me. Like that is my magic. And it's not just about what you can do for people. And that I know that sounds weird when it comes to business, especially because at the end of the day, I'm not saying this, this is hard to explain. I'm still like working it out myself, but like naturally if somebody pays me or somebody pays you, it is because of what they're getting. That's why we pay for things. We want results. We want solutions, so on and so forth. But I almost feel like I didn't give myself enough credit for like It's not necessarily about the marketing or it's not necessarily about the results that I'm selling my programs around. It's how I do things. People appreciate my energy, the approach to which I take things. And not that I didn't know that at all, but like I said, like I just feel like over the past few weeks, I'm giving myself permission to amplify that so much further. And it's difficult for me to explain, but I feel like that has lent itself to so much freedom and so much less fear and so much less insecurity and just permission to just fully be myself and own it and not overthink things and not make things more complicated than they need to be. And so, I don't know, I just say all of that because as business owners for all of you, yes, what you do and what you do for people, you sharing that in your marketing messages, you sharing that you know, in a sales post, a sales email, whatever it is, those things are really important. But I also don't want you to forget or, I don't know, not pay as much attention to the fact that people are, whether they realize it or not, people are paying attention to and feeling your energy, right? And who you are as a human being. And it's going to take me to my second point here. But like the more authentic in that, that you can be, the more people are happy and willing and ready to pay you and pay you easily right? And the thing is, is that I think a lot of people, so this is my second point, I'm kind of tying these two together, but like, I think a lot of people, when we think about the word authentic, when we think about the word authentic, I think that a lot of people align that with the the term real, right? Or, you know, kind or honest. And, And those are good, those are good traits, of course. And I have felt like, again, like I've always done my best possible job to be as authentic and real and honest as possible. But what I'm really coming to understand these days is that for so long, I wasn't actually being my authentic self and I wasn't being my authentic self because I was playing so much fucking smaller than I actually want to play. Right? You showing up and being 40% of who you actually are, if you are bolder, if you are more dynamic, if you are louder, if you are funnier, whatever it is, right, than what you are actually showcasing to your people, that's not authentic. And I think I've had in my mind for a while that in order to I don't know. In order to be who I want to be when it comes to like building this business, I want to make sure that I'm not putting myself on a pedestal. I want to make sure that I'm not completely detaching from my business. I I feel like I've seen a lot of people where they don't have like a you know a, a finger on the pulse of their business anymore. And I feel like what my people have come to love about me is the fact that it does feel like more of a community, and I I am transparent, all of those kind of things. But I hope you're following me here that I had to recognize, but me being Sarah, the girl next door, right, and not playing a bigger game, that's not authentic because actually I want to play that bigger game, right? So again, I hope you're hearing what I'm saying here. Like I thought authentic- authenticity was about me being, like I said, that the girl next door is the best way that I could possibly describe it. But if that's not my ultimate truth, then that's not me standing in my authentic self, right? Right. And so, again, I'm sharing these two things with you because I want, of course, right, for what you do to be important when it comes to your business, right? I want you to deliver on what you promised and all of those kind of things. I hope that goes without saying. But I also want you to remember that who you are is really fucking important. It's really fucking important. And if you are somebody who is is in the situation that I was in, that – you were feeling like you almost had to like overthink what you were going to say or overcalculate how to actually get the sales and be so much more in your face about what you can do for somebody instead of relying on, again, who you are as an actual human being. I just want you to look at that and examine that and understand that they're both important. And I want to say that clearly because I know it's such a common thing to see online, the whole. I pay to be in my energy and all that kind of stuff and i and i see so many people insult that and i also i understand the validity of investing to be in a container with somebody who's making a, a zillion dollars and i understand how that kind of like can up level your your energy all those kind of things right but nobody actually invests just to be in the energy People invest because they want to be in the energy because they think it's going to up level them, right? And then when it's just about the energy, I think a lot of people walk away feeling like, okay, that was, you know, an investment that I don't know that was necessarily worth it. I don't know that I actually got anything and I'm not sure that I'm happy as I walk away from this, right? And so I hope I'm making myself clear here because again, so much of this is like raw and real and me processing, you know, a lot of this in the moment as I share it with you. But I just want to remind you here that like it's okay to be both. My authentic truth is that I want to deliver. I want it is it is wildly important to me that somebody walks away from one of my containers No matter what it was, whether it was $7 or $70,000, I want somebody to walk away from something that they have paid me for and I want them to feel like they got exactly what they were supposed to. Like I delivered on what I said I was going to do. That is wildly important to me. But it's also, again, wildly important to me that I am building this business authentically and therefore I have to authentically let myself be who I actually am and share that with the world and not just through the lens of what do I think am I, I have to say or whatever to get the sale, right? And so I, with, with with all of those things, I just want you to remember here and take that moment to understand that you are going to be your most magnetic self and you're your most authentic self. And if you are operating right now with layers of fear on top of you, we've, we've got to kind of shed them, right? Because that that authentic version of you needs to come out. And I really, it was, I've said this before, but it was funny because I was sitting at a table at this event on whatever it was, Thursday or Friday, and somebody said, you don't have to, they didn't say it to me, but like they were saying that you don't have to learn how to be authentic. And I was like, I I kind of disagree, but it's more like you have to being authentic is actually about unlearning. It's about unlearning all of the things that we have believed we were supposed to be, or how we were supposed to talk, and how we were supposed to share. And you know, again, going on that date, are we supposed to be polite? Are we supposed to like? I think I've said this before about like the whole pretending to pay at the end. I hate that because like, I don't know. I feel like I've been conditioned to like grab my purse and like give this bullshit fake oh you know let me pay for it but like I don't want to pay for it I know it's fake when I'm doing it nobody's ever let me pay but it's still like this like weird thing where I don't want to do that and so again it's like this unlearning of all of the things that we're supposed to do to be polite and so on and so forth and again just stand in our truth and so I am by no means perfect. I am never trying to talk to you on this pedestal and like I'm this fucking guru and I know it all. And I've got all these things figured out because I have so many things to learn, so many things to learn with all of this. But I also know, I mean, if you, I mean, follow me on Instagram or I've just seen the picture. If you look at, uh, as I'm recording this, it's the last picture that I posted on Instagram, but it's the first cover uh, it's the, it's the cover of the podcast when we initially started. Right. And like, I've, I mean, I was gonna say, I'm sure I've lost weight and sure I've gotten some things done. Right. So like, I don't look exactly the same as that photo for those reasons. I'm not even, even that I will fully own every single thing that I've gotten done and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to bullshit you through that either. Right. But if you look at that girl, you know, lip injections aside, I think you can see that that was somebody, if we are comparing it to now, right? She was not living in her truth the way that I feel that I am now, and it's so clearly physically evident. When you look at the energy of that old photo, when you look at what I looked like, it's so clear in my opinion and and you know, based on what so many of you have have said to me, right? And so I'm just saying that because I'm not like I said, I'm not pretending to be perfect. I'm not pretending to be this guru who's got it all figured out, but I've come a really long fucking way with all of this, and every single day is a process with all of it, and I'm saying all of that simply to remind you. And again, what I wish I could say to that girl, you know, previously is that your job on this planet is to each and every day practice and be the most authentic possible version of yourself. And, you know, not just focused on what you can do like for people in the context of your business or in a relationship. Right. But it's really about who you are and who you are at your core. And I'm sure many of you have like done the inner child stuff and all of those things, but like, really there's nothing more, even as I'm talking to you, the background of my computer is just a picture of me. Uh, I think I was probably like, I don't know, five or six. And I'm just like in this bikini, just like totally striking a pose and there's nothing more powerful for remembering who you actually authentically are than thinking back to yourself as that little girl, right? Before all of the layers of bullshit and conditioning and, you know, heartbreak, all these kind of things before they kind of layered on top of her, you can kind of have that moment where you're really able to reflect and remember who you were before all of that. And again, like that, that gives you, in my opinion, in my experience, anyway, such a good checkpoint in terms of like who you authentically are. And I just, so deeply want more of you to be able to again stop self-abandoning and get back to that place where you are just owning what is your truth and what you want to say and what you want to do and being fearless when it comes to expressing it because that's success. I'd rather make half the money and actually be, be who I am versus faking it. I don't fake it. That's not what I want. And I imagine if you listen to me, uh, you're along the same lines. You're along the same lines of belief as that. And so again, I just want to remind you. That little girl is there, that authenticity is there, and it's your job as a business owner and just as a, you know, a person committed to growth, it's your job each and every day to practice getting back to the most authentic version of yourself and catching yourself when you're bullshitting yourself or bullshitting others, okay? The third thing that I want to say, and is, forgive me, along the same lines, but, you know, it's important, and so I'm going to say it a different way. Uh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> You are right, and that's all there is to it. And I know, I I think I have a whole episode on this. And so I've talked about this before, but I just wanted to take the moment to remind you how valid your feelings are and how valid your intuition is when you're actually listening to it. And I so deeply want for more of you. And again, I wish that girl, you know, from years ago gave herself permission earlier To recognize that and to see that and feel that and believe that. Because, you know, there are so many, I could give you a million examples, but there are so many times in my life and in my business where I allowed somebody else to be more right than me, right? But not only from the perspective of, I don't know, I'm just using an example of, let's say I wanted to do something about. I wanted to launch this type of program or launch this type of thing. And then because I wasn't ready yet to completely have full confidence in it without validation, you know, turning around and talking about it to a coach or turning around and talking about it to a friend, whatever. And sometimes, you know, we all think differently about business. And so there have been times when let's say I was told, no, it should be like this, or I would suggest this, blah, blah, blah. And... I can honestly say that every single time something like that happened, I came back in the end recognizing that I was right in the first place. And I want to be so clear here that I'm not saying that I'm just, I'm always right. That's not what I'm saying. Or I know more than everybody else. That's not it. But I'm right about what I feel right? I am right about my feelings and what feels like home to me and what feels natural and normal and good to me and somebody else. It could be the world's greatest coach, but they don't see my business through my eyes, with my heart, with my soul. And so this concept that I've spent so much time and energy running around in circles, waiting or wanting validation from somebody else. And so often I simply come back to what I knew in the first place to be true. And I wish I just trusted it faster. Right. And I've done a lot of work around this when it comes to like, you know, why I feel like my, you know, especially in childhood, like feelings that were invalidated and things like that. And, you know, again, it's it's, it's always a process to work through those things. But it's really been such a beautiful journey, if you will of understanding that my feelings are my feelings and my feelings are right. You don't have to, I can sit there and say you, you know, what you said hurt my feelings and you don't have to agree, but like nothing changes about the fact that my feelings are hurt, right? I I, I can't be gaslit into feeling like, oh, I'm not right for being hurt or whatever it is, right? Like my feelings are my feelings, my truth is my truth. And when you really are anchored in those things, Nobody can fuck with you about it, right? Like nobody can take that away from you. You can't be knocked off that certainty. That's, I really envision certainty for whatever reason. Certain uncertainty was almost my word, but certainty for me feels very much like almost like an island, right? And where it's literally like you're either on the island or you've fallen into the water. And when you are firm on your truth and again, your experience and your version of what happened, right? Like again, people can attempt to knock you down, people can tell you that they don't agree with you, but it doesn't doesn't fucking matter because you, again, know your truth, right? And you get to stand steady and tall and strong on that truth. And the other part of this that I wanted to bring up is that so often when it comes to myself reflecting on things, or when I've, you know, worked with clients on things, what I just want to remind you of, I know we, I just talked about it a little bit with like the whole little you know inner child uh, work and all that kind of stuff, but all of the things that I want now are really things that I have wanted for a really long time maybe like the versions have changed a little bit but like I I don't know I was thinking about that like my last photo shoot that I did hot pink sequin you know jacket having so much fun blasting music and getting my hair and makeup done and just enjoying myself and like actually being this I don't want to say the center of attention because that sounds bad but the talent the star of the show I mean Wendy my photographer just always makes me feel like that she's the freaking best but It was just this moment where, again, watching the videos afterwards, oh my God, basically like my job that I have now is what I would have killed for when I was seven years old. That seven-year-old wanted that like hot pink sequin jacket, right? Like I'm doing the things in a different way than than I probably would have expected, but I'm doing so many of the things similar to what I would have wanted back then. Everything from, I've always been very opinionated. I've always wanted to like share my thoughts and, and talk to people about how I see things and have that influence. I've always, even from a young age, had like this thing for LA and I'm here now the dreams that we have, we have for a reason. And I just want to remind you, if you have a dream, it's yours. It's yours for a reason. And so I just want you to make it your mission to not squander or squash whatever word we want to use here not dismiss the things that you really want you get to have those things I want you to like know that and feel that and I'm not saying that to blow smoke like I'm saying that because I believe it so 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 deeply and again maybe it doesn't look like the ex- I you know I would freaking give anything to be you know a pop star <laughs> right? Like I can't sing, I can't dance. I've let go of that dream, right? But I can do a version of that, if you will, right? In my way, I can have fun with like my career in doing something that lights my soul on fire. And again, it feels like, not that it's similar to being a pop star, but I hope you're hearing what I'm saying here, that I get to influence and impact people. And I get to, again, wear cool outfits, all that kind of stuff. And like, I get to do it in my way. And you do too, right? And I just want so many more of you again to not be in this position where you accept less than what you want, where you let somebody else convince you that like your dreams are too big or the reality that you want is too abnormal. It's too outlandish. Fuck all of that. You get to have all of the things the way that you want them and Again, I know I've said this a million times, but does that mean life is perfect? No, of course not. But God, I just want you to try. I don't want you to be like, oh, it's probably never gonna be at a 10, so I'm just gonna settle at a five and like let that be okay. No, like shoot for the 10, right? Shoot for the 10 because again, you are right about what you want and you don't need validation or even, you know, evidence necessarily, like meaning, I want to be a millionaire. Okay, you haven't been a millionaire yet? Great. That doesn't fucking mean you can't be. Keep going. Keep striving towards what it is that you want. Again, give yourself at least the chance to try. And I just really feel like the other part of this, when it comes to like you being right, this is, uh, I don't know, I'm going in a different angle here, but it's it's another thing that I wanted to say with this point is I had this conversation with somebody this weekend. I've had this conversation with multiple clients and uh, I don't know, just it's something that comes up from time to time. We as women do this thing where we, again, self-abandon, we bury our feelings, we bury the things that don't feel good, we avoid those negative feelings, and then let's say, I'm going to try to figure out an example here as I'm saying this out loud. Let's say my boyfriend, husband, whatever, I don't like how he's treating me. It hurts my feelings that he doesn't kiss me when he comes home. It hurts my feelings that he doesn't go more out of his way to have date nights, blah, blah, blah. I don't say anything. I don't say anything. I bury it. I bury it. I bury it. And then let's say he, I don't know, shrinks my favorite sweater in the dryer, right? Then we're mad at him and then we can express that like we're pissed because we have something to pin it on we have receipts we have something to at least like to again put our finger on that we can name something that that validates and rationalizes why we're actually angry instead of expressing our feelings in the first place about what was actually going on right this is how in so many relationships it's never about what it's about we don't express ourselves. We don't trust that our feelings are right. And we therefore don't express those feelings. And we wait and we wait and we wait until it builds up until we can again, put it on something. I'm, I'm as I'm recording this, you're seeing me, I'm sticking my finger out. Like we, we have to be able to be like to stick our finger on exactly what something, being able to name something that went wrong. And we wait for that moment. And then we blow that thing out of proportion because again, we weren't honoring our feelings. And so I just want you to spend, I'm, I'm using that example, because I want you to spend more time on a daily basis, just honoring your feelings. Honoring when something didn't make you feel good, honoring when something didn't align with you, when it hurt your feelings, and not feeling as though you have to wait for something or a reason or the some valid truth to like, again, express yourself. I want you to just get better at expressing yourself more quickly and more easily, and again, removing that feeling of needing validation okay and the other thing sorry that I want to say around validation really quickly about like again you trusting yourself that you're right is this might piss people off but that's okay or not piss piss people off but I just feel like it's something that I don't know maybe I shouldn't quote-unquote say but I'm gonna say it because it's my truth um you know I have spent a lot of money when it comes to working with coaches um being in masterminds, all of those kind of things. And truly, I can't honestly tell you that I regret any of those investments. I really feel like on the on the other side of those investments, I feel better off for them. I'm grateful that I had those experiences. I'm grateful for the people that I met, all of those kind of things. But I was reflecting a little bit this weekend on the way in which, especially in the online coaching space, this culture of, you know, invest to again calibrate to the higher energy or invest so that you're around other people that are making x amount of dollars right and or again just hire the coach right to you know invest that money hire the coach as this this effort to validate that like where you're going is right And like I said, I'm not anti-investing, of course, right? But I'm in this place right now in my business where I have, I'm investing in more of a team. I have a somatic coach that I work with. I'm working with this brand group, but I don't have a business coach. I'm not in a mastermind or anything like that right now. And I feel really good about that. And I don't see myself hiring anybody anytime soon or being in a mastermind anytime soon. And I'm saying that because What I hear from so many people so often is that the investment is basically just this energetic commitment that what they knew was true about them, right, can now be validated by people that they're surrounding themselves with, if that makes sense, right? And so I'm just, I'm having this moment right now where, again, like, I I don't know, I might sign up for another mastermind in six months if, if something like strikes me. But right now I'm in this place where I'm more than ever before, which is again why I have a somatic coach because we're working on energy and feelings and all that kind of stuff. But like I'm in this place where like I'm choosing to take a break from feeling like I have to invest for somebody to tell me that I'm right or for somebody to see in me what I know is true in the first place. I know who the fuck I am. I know what I want. I know for the most part how to process the things that aren't right. Right. I know how to I know how to move through those things. I've done the work over and over again. And instead of me feeling as though when things go wrong, I'm broken and I have to fix myself and oh my God, I need a coach to help me. I'm working on, again, I'm in this phase of having my own back. And so, so again, I say that not to say that like, okay, investing in yourself is bad or you know, everybody leave their mastermind. That's not what I'm saying at all because again, it serves you in different times and like I said, it, it has served me and it might serve me again, but I'm in this moment right now where I'm not from a place of I don't need anybody else, but I don't need to spend money, let alone a large amounts of money for somebody to tell me what I know in the first place. I just need to trust that... I know where I'm going. I know the big, amazing things that I'm made for. And I don't need anybody to tell me that that I'm right in order to believe that I'm right. I just fucking believe that I'm right in the first place, right? I believe that I'm right now instead of, again, feeling like I need that outside validation. And the other part of that is it was funny. I went to Nashville. I um, Well, I told you guys I went to Miraval a few weeks ago. And I went to Miraval with uh, friends that I had been in a mastermind with right? But it wasn't like, you know, a business thing. We just like, we went on vacation essentially together. I was in Nashville this past week and weekend. It was Thursday through uh, whatever, Saturday, uh, Wednesday through Saturday. And I went out to dinner with a former client who lives in the area. And then I went out to dinner with a friend that I met when I was in Belize, right? And I'm saying those things because I had magical conversations, magical time with all these people, and I walked away from every single experience so lit up and so heard and seen and appreciated. And I appreciated all the things that they had to say, so on and so forth. And it's amazing to me how many of us – and when I say this, like I'm criticizing myself. It's, I'm not criticizing other people as much as I'm criticizing like that I used to do this too. But it's amazing to me how many of us won't pick up the fucking phone and ask somebody that we kind of sort of know to go to dinner right? And have a beautiful priceless conversation, but we'll spend thousands and thousands of dollars to like create the same experiences for ourselves, right? So again, I'm saying that because I just want you to recognize and remember how much magic is available to you in your life without this coaching space breathing down your throat that you need to invest, again, huge amounts of money in order to have the same experiences that you want to have. Because not, and again, I met these people. I met the people that I went to Miraval with in a mastermind, right? So again, there's like, there's validity to like, okay, here's how you meet people. But I hope you hear what I'm saying that it's this concept of we get so into that. I don't know. We get, so in, we get so wrapped up in that way of thinking that investing is how we get to that next level vibe, all that kind of stuff, that we forget how much magic is available to us on a daily or a regular basis, right? Because like I could do an event, you know, I could put out an Eventbrite thing in LA and I could put something together myself and be surrounded by 10 entrepreneurs and have we're not even entrepreneurs. 10 people who are on the same page as me and have great experiences and great conversations and I didn't need to invest 10k a month to do that, right? So again, I hope you're like I said, I hope you're hearing what I'm saying here that it's not that it's bad to invest or anything like that, but I know, I just think a lot of us have gotten just brainwashed a little bit and we're not seeing like I said how much uh how much magic there is available to us on a regular basis without feeling as though we need the validation or the permission, if you will, to like access it. Right. I hope I hope that's making sense for you. Um, the final thing that I want to say is that I just wish that girl knew, and I wish I-, I want for you to know that it is okay to get fed up faster. One of the things again that came through for me uh this week and has been building right for me is how many of us well let me say it this way what i find is that and this is this has been true for me and it's been true for a lot of people that i know is that i started my business broke right and so i was in a position that i had to make things happen making money it, it just wasn't an option i had to make it happen right but then as i started making money and as things started going well It was very difficult to navigate the space in between being in survivorship and thriving, right? And so what I mean by that is I see so many people who are thriving, making great money, but because they kind of started, they're like, their body is used to being in that survivor mode. They can't tell when it's okay to pivot a little bit they can't tell when it's actually safe to change it up and do things a little bit differently. And again, when when I'm saying any of this, it's not meant to be a criticism, not just because I don't want to criticize you, but also because I'm sharing these things because I've done them. I I know I've said this before and it's taken me a while to fully process, but when I look at that picture or videos of myself from years ago, right 2017, 2018, and the idea that I'm still in some ways operating in my business like that person that's insane I'm i I'm an entirely different human being the idea that I still feel stuck in that body or stuck in again the survival mode it's it's wild to me and again it, it's hard to see and I see so many people where when they go on to the next phase of their business they beat themselves up because they're not making more progress more quickly right like people I've talked to who have um I don't know, like brick and mortar businesses that are really, really, really successful, Then they want to launch like an online side or they want to kind of move away from the brick and mortar stuff, but it takes them so long and they're beating themselves up so much because they're like, I know this stuff. Why is this taking me so long? But I'm like, now that you you're not in survival mode anymore and you've had that success it's actually harder because it gives it lends itself to more room for you to hesitate and also feels like there's a lot more at stake you have higher to you've farther to fall all of those kind of things and so i'm saying that because again this this thought or this vibe this energy this common thing where so many of us we get stuck in not recognizing when we've made it past survival mode and we're still fighting and forcing and clawing our way through our businesses what I want for again myself you all of us to remember is that it's okay to not suck it up so many people like oh I I don't want to do this but I could suck it up and I'm like yeah I know you could but like you don't have to so why are you Let go of things faster, walk away faster, decide that you are done with certain things faster. Ellie's snoring, Uh, but be able to move away from those things without it getting so bad, right? Without waiting until it is just as bad as bad can be and you're so fed up and you're so sick of it. And again, the whole thing with your feelings, right? Having to pin it on something, instead of just honoring that this doesn't feel good and it's time for me to change. It's time for me to shift, it's time for me to walk away. You don't have to, again, eat everything. You don't have to suck everything up. You don't have to uh, let your business wear you down until you can't handle it anymore. Give yourself the respect you deserve by... Honoring and recognizing when something no longer feels good that you get to leave it behind and you get to walk away from it and not being in that place of, again, survivorship or scarcity where it feels too scary to walk away because the previous version of you couldn't have, you can now. It's safe now and things are different now and I want you to get better at seeing that more clearly and seeing that more quickly, right, and giving yourself what it is that you actually want and that you actually deserve, okay? I hope that was helpful. I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you took the time to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps the show a ton, and I would be super grateful.